Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This episode of Writing Excuses is brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse to start your free trial membership. Season 11, Episode 8. This is Writing Excuses, Wonder as Subgenre. Fifteen minutes long. Because you're in a hurry. And we're not that smart. I'm Brandon. I'm Mary. I'm Howard. And I'm Dan. And we are going to talk about how to use wonder specifically in your books as your genre to draw people going page to page. Now, remember, the idea behind these elemental genres is to give this sort of sense of progression and motion, to have something in your book that is going to draw people through a substory and make them interested and fascinated in it. And how do we use sub uh, wonder in this regard? And that's our question for the podcasters. Okay. Well, last week I, I raised... Uh, I raised Ringworld as mm-hmm. a, as an example of sense of wonder, and if you look at the if you look at the novel Ringworld, it really is just all sense of wonder. You yes. move from wow, it's big, wow, it's big, wow, it's big, to wow, it's big, to wow, there's a great big hole we can get out of the thing that's big. Yep. Okay, it's a great book for oh, this. Oh yeah, and it, yes, mm-hmm. it's it's wonderful for that. And the sorry, that was the wrong word, but it was the right word. Yes. Um, the point of this episode is how do you write a story where those things are not what's driving the story forward. Those are the things that are happening to one of the characters or yeah. to the villain or... Uh, well, so this is... That's, what, what you're describing is pretty much the story structure of the first Harry Potter novel. Yes. The, the plot revolves around him eventually learning magic and defeating a villain. Yes. But the first half of the book is just... Here's one amazing thing. Here's another right. amazing thing. Just one after another kind of jaw on the floor kind of stuff. The, why do we go to Diagonale? Yes. Because it's wonderful, and we want to get that sense of exploring this amazing new world. Right. I wrote down Harry Potter it. film. Yeah. I, the thing I remember from that film was they're making me watch Hagrid drag a Christmas tree that he has cut down uh, into, the, uh, into the school. Why are we doing this? Because he's so much larger than the tree is, and and I am being allowed to just experience experience that. Was the movie too long? Yes, but <laughs> but they gave us those pieces <laughs> because that sense of wonder from the Harry Potter books was a large part of what drew people through them. Even though the books are Harry's story yeah. about and being and a this wizard. kind of plot doesn't have to be childish. Because mm-hmm. all the Elric books are plotted the same way. The right. first half is, here's a crazy new thing. Check out how weird it is. And then the second half is, oh, no, I'm probably going to have to kill someone I love in order to make this happen. So it's yeah. like wonder to <laughs> horror. Um, but, 
But yeah, no, I mean, I wrote down, this is all about waiting to see the next school thing. Mm-hmm. That is what is driving this sense. Now, it's often mashed up with something else. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. As a lot of these are, but yeah. So the, the first thing I would say that if you want to use this in your books, if you want to have this be a strength, you need to put awesome things in your books. You do. That oh, might be. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and Way so. Way to throw down the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. And, and, and a great example of this is, uh, again, uh, Indiana Jones. Yes. Which just jumps from set piece to set piece. And you can tell that Spielberg and Lucas writing this were just thinking, what would be so awesome? Let's have the best truck chase scene ever filmed. Let's have a giant boulder rolling out of nowhere. Let's have every snake our production artist can buy. You know, and that's what's driving that story. Yeah, and this is actually a way to look at, a a different way at at looking at at plotting is to sit down and make a list of what are all the really cool things? What are all the things that I myself would find really cool? Right. And just make a list of them and then kind of order them in in magnitude, Mm -hmm. you know. So that that things get progressively cooler. Because one of the things that can happen sometimes in a sense of wonder story is that when it misfires is that you start with the coolest thing and then everything else feels like a little bit of a letdown. Broken Arrow in which uh, middle of the movie we have a nuclear explosion in southern Utah. And I remember watching it and thinking, okay, that was really, really visually cool. How are you going to top that? Kung fu on a moving train? Didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, kung fu on, the, on a moving train at the beginning might have been enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that I love that you mentioned this set piece thing, Dan. Mm-hmm. Uh, set pieces, I actually have started to think about, specifically when I'm writing certain books. Yes. It depends. Some books, I'm not, you know, this is not a, an aspect of the book. Some books, I'm like, all right, what is my awesome set piece that... Um, Reader's going to get to and say, that is cool. Yeah, that's a, a habit that I picked up, actually, from Game Master mm. manuals mm. back when I would run role-playing games. Because they would say, you know, your session maybe ought to have a chase scene. And that chase scene ought to be somewhere cool with lots of neat stuff for them to dodge around. Maybe your session needs to have, you know, a fight scene, a jet fighter scene, a hacking scene, whatever it is. Uh, something that can stand as a set piece and a centerpiece to that evening's play. Yeah. The other the other thing is that, you know, if if the thing that you're building towards is something that is smaller, that also lets you know that you need to make the early things. If the thing you're excited about is is relatively petite, mm-hmm. <laughs> um then then you know that you need to make sure that your earlier stuff when you're designing these other things, these other yep. elements, you need to keep them proportional to the thing you're building towards. And this is why, you know, listing, just making a list of what is cool can be so helpful. I think it can also help you live up to your foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, Because foreshadowing, sense of wonder is going to be important in your book. You're going to show them cool new things periodically. You can start to foreshadow some of these things that are coming. The Death Star is foreshadowed in Star Wars. It's one of the examples we bring up. And so when we start to see it, and when we start to experience it, and when we then go get to blow it up, each of those are a progression of wonder toward interacting with this thing. Mm-hmm. And the other aspect of this as well is is that within that sense of wonder is that sense of, of strangeness, the newness mm-hmm. of it, and making sure that your reader understands that this is strange and new. 
um, either in the way the narrative presents it or the way the reader react, or the, the char- POV character reacts to it. Yeah, this can you, this can give you you know you may not want an entire novel that sense of wonder. You may just yeah. have a single chapter, a single item, but sitting down and also deciding how your character is going to react to this and why it is new for them and why it is strange can help you fine-tune that sense of wonder. You know, this is uh, this is the, another major point that I wrote down as something that we really need to talk about, which was making sure if you want to use this, that there are characters who can be awed by things. Mm-hmm. James Bond is not awed by anything, right? And depending on the incarnation of James right. Bond in the story. But, Generally you know, this, speaking. This, this archetype of this character, he is too cool mm-hmm. to think anything is awesome other than himself. And so if he, that type of character is the story you're telling— you're not going to have a sense of wonder in the same way. But that's and and that is why um, the Bond movies will always have the, the yes. Bond girls, the Bond girls, you know, because yep. here's this you know hot young twenty two year old following him around, and she's the one who gets to be in awe of the giant submersible city yeah. or whatever. And Sherlock Holmes has yes. Watson, mm-hmm. so sometimes having the 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 viewpoint character be less experienced yeah. than whoever is driving the action in a sense of wonder story is a good way to present to, to help boost that that the wonder of the moment. Harry Potter is another good example. He is mm-hmm. the least experienced person in that story. That also gives you a a tool which is, you know one of my personal favorites uh, because it's inherently humorous. Uh, you know, imagine imagine a Sherlock Holmes story in which. Uh, Watson is being increasingly wowed by things that are happening, and Holmes is very nonchalant about it. And then we open a door, and Holmes says, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, okay, now we know, even without looking through the door, that something impressive has happened, and and we are we are prepared to recontextualize whatever it is he's. Looking you know, there's at. a there's a TV trope. Sorry to send you guys this direction. I know it's dangerous <laughs> about this, which is Worf gets beat up. Yes. Uh, um, <laughs> yep. Where you introduce how strong Worf is, and then you have him get beat up. And it's the same sort of thing. You introduce how callous somebody is, and then you have them experience a moment of sense of wonder. That would mm-hmm. be a great way. Yeah. But, you know, the reason that Sherlock Holmes works and Worf doesn't is that yeah. Worf gets beat up yeah. every, every single Every episode, time. we're like, so, this guy must be tough. He beat up cares. Worf. Now, now <laughs> going back to what Mary was talking about with, uh, you know, small-scale sense of wonder— That, in my opinion, is the number one reason that the Harry Potter series is as successful as it is. Mm -hmm. Because she didn't just rest on the giant set pieces. She took it all the way down. The candy wrappers. Yeah. You know? How many amazing, wonderful things are just on the candy cart in a two-page scene on the train on the way to Hogwarts? And she took the care to fill even the corners with wonder. And that's why that series has kind of entered our culture and consciousness Mm -hmm. so much. I think that's a brilliant point. Yeah. Um, Hey, writers. Are you thinking about learning a new language? I think exploring the world, experiencing other cultures, and being able to communicate with people outside your everyday experience lets you create richer, better stories. A great way to do that is with Rosetta Stone, a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users in 25 languages offered. They use an immersive technique, which leads to fast language acquisition. It's an intuitive process that helps you really learn to speak, listen, and most of all, think in the language you're trying to learn. They also feature true accent speech recognition technology that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a voice coach in your home. Learn at home or on the go with a desktop and mobile app that let you download and access lessons even when you're offline. 
And it's an amazing value. A lifetime membership gives you access to all 25 languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Japanese, and, of course, Korean. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Writing Excuses listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Let's go ahead and stop for our book of the week. Um, A book that should inspire great wonder and awe in you because I wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is the the Bands of Mourning, Mistborn 6, um, which is uh, the third of the Wax and Wayne stories. And I actually chose this one specifically here because I transitioned. Um, in the previous book, Shadows of Self, I don't want to give any spoilers, but it is, this elemental subgenre is horror and thriller mixed together. Um, it is a very tense book. Lots of terrible things are happening. Um, and it's about stopping terrible, terrible things. And because that book was so tense, being finished with it, I wanted the readers to move into something that shifted subgenres dramatically towards something a little more hopeful. And I mixed in a lot of sense of wonder and a lot of exploration and idea. So this is more of an Indiana Jones Mistborn mashup where the previous two have been police procedural and, uh, you know, terrorist murderer mashups with Mistborn. Here we finally, you know, get to do something a little more lighthearted. So I actually do do Alamancy Kung Fu on top of a train. Um, <laughs> oh, right on. Very yes. cool. Um, and so, I do all sorts of fun things. It's read by Michael Kramer. I hope you guys will enjoy it. Audiblepodcast.com slash excuse. Uh, 30-day free trial membership. And yeah, Michael Kramer is uh, is one of our favorite narrators. Uh, mm-hmm. Been doing this for a long time. And having him read you a Brandon Sanderson book should be, that, that, should, that should seal the deal all by itself. So going back to a sense of wonder, one thing I wanted to mention, and um, Dan brought it up with Harry Potter is that you can have these little brief moments of wonder in your story that are not necessarily related to the main plot. And in fact, you can just kind of dip into wonder for a second. And I've seen this happen really effectively in books in simple things. I've seen a a relationship plot where one character steps back and says, you know what? This person I'm in love with is really amazing and has a moment of basking in it to kind of let the reader understand this character has been immersed in this world but they're taking a step out and looking at it. And that happens to me sometimes with my cell phone, where I'm like, I'm holding a tricorder right here. There's a sense Mm -hmm. of a moment of awe there, and you can use that even with the characters firmly entrenched 
to pop out and remind the reader you're reading something yeah. that is wonderful. Without telling a uh, quote-unquote genre fiction story, you could write a romantic comedy in yes. which... Uh, in which one of our romantic leads lives in in Manhattan, and another one is a visitor to Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And the visitor's sense of wonder about the skyscrapers and the big and open all night and all of the things that make Manhattan amazing become part of that character's driving force, while the other character, uh, meh, don't, don't walk around looking up. Everybody can tell you're a tourist. See, yeah. I've got an even better example of something like this that works so well. There's a... I believe it's German. It's a foreign film, mostly Martha. Um, it was made into a an American version called uh, No Reservations with Catherine Zeta-Jones. I like the original better. And it's a cooking. It's about two chefs mm. who have a relationship. And that movie basks in the wonder of great food. Mm-hmm. And they will occasionally make something for the other that as chefs, they will take and bite and say, wow, you are really good at this. And there is a sense of wonder to discovering how good a food they can each make for each other. As the main plot is a romance plot, the subplot is a sense of wonder about food. The, the, the thing that I want to point out in all of these is that there's, there's a progression. First, the, the reader experiences, or the, the character experiences something new. Mm-hmm. And then they experience something unexpected about that new thing. Mm-hmm. And then they are amazed by it. So, And that unexpected thing is something strange, like with the, the candy that we were talking about. Harry Potter has never had this flavor of candy. It's a new booger. candy. Yeah. yeah, it's a new candy. But booger, booger is strange. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. And that's and you know it's amazing yeah. that someone would do that. You're you, you know when I'm 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 a foodie a little bit, and when I'm eating something and someone has combined things in ways that I was not expecting, and that's that that element of strange is when you take two things and you combine them in ways that the reader is not expecting. So when you're trying to create that sense of wonder, you know, that's no moon. It's a spaceship, but it's not shaped like a spaceship. It's shaped like a moon. It's not just that it's big. It's that it's shaped like a moon and it's the size of a moon. So so having them encounter something new and then whatever aspect of it is there with the cardboard box example that we used earlier, the thing that makes it new is the strangeness of the, the postage stamps being out of date or and out of sequence state-wise. Mm-hmm. So look at your, your, your sense of wonder element and see how, it, how you can tweak it to highlight its strangeness, the, the juxtaposition between two elements, and then have your, re- your character react to it in a way that lets us know that this is amazing and give us time to experience that. You know, another thing that I would suggest doing with this, if you want to make it a major theme um, or a major subgenre to your story, is you might want to look at a time bomb. Um, time bombs are going to work for a lot of our different plotting and um, professions. I'm thinking specifically of Mistborn. In Mistborn, I introduced to you that there are 16 medals. Um, you don't know what they all are at the beginning, but you know they're going to all do something awesome. I introduce you to a character who has not experienced ver- very many of them, and we start to say, here's a cool medal. Play with this. You start to realize, I'm going to get 12 more of these through the course of the book. Mm-hmm. Here's a new one. Here's a new one. And I actually construct scenes where Vin, the main character, goes and trains with experts in each of these different medals to give you moments to enjoy her, enjoying mm-hmm discovering her newfound powers. And this um, works wonderfully for kind of the apprentice plot, 
the plot where you've got somebody interfacing with something brand new. But even a travelogue is basically a time bomb for a sense of wonder. Mm-hmm. You give them a map, a bunch of points upon the map, and those are each are a promise. You're going to go to yeah. these places, and they're going to be increasingly wonderful. A, a lot of video games use this principle really well yes. by showing you an empty awards case uh-huh. in the login screen. Yep. You know, And so some of the achievements you get are just little surprises that show up, but others you've been waiting Wait, for I- Days. I, I'm supposed weeks. to be filling that with stuff. Howard, <laughs> oh. we talked about this. <laughs> but, but the 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 point with this is that you know we're talking about using these elemental aspects of storytelling to hack your brain, mm-hmm. and if you want a story in which the major driving force is that sense of wonder, then you need to use this time bomb method right. and have these packed kind of all the way through to lead the character through because that's the major emotion you want them to be experiencing, that sense of, this is so cool. Right. But if you are wanting to use it as mm-hmm. a subgenre, then you don't actually want to use the time bomb. You method. don't. You just want to use these little pockets, these little layers, these flourishes of that sense of, oh. You don't want to distract from whatever your main plot exactly. is. And that's going to be a real trick as you practice these things, learning how I'm writing primarily a romance. We'll put in sense of wonder, But if my sense of wonder overcomes my romance, either I have to reconceptualize my book or I need to make sure the romance element is stronger as a plot point and the sense of wonder is more of a Easter egg here and there. You know, the... uh the the pitfall of the the time bomb the time bomb method where yes. you are essentially road mapping you know mm-hmm. there are going to be uh, fourteen more senses of wonder you know four, fourteen more of these experiences um, is that uh, what you're hanging Chekhov's gun on the wall you yep. are making a promise mm-hmm. to the reader if they do not get that sense of wonder all the way through or get something that is even better than that sense because the story changed, then you've broken the promise in a way that lets the reader down. And for me, a sense of wonder story that has a sense of letdown in it is mm-hmm. the very is is the very litmus test of yeah. failure. Letdown mm-hmm. is not one of our elemental no. genres. No. Though I'll uh, say there's very few actual <laughs> books that are all about sense of wonder. Yeah. In mm-hmm. fact, I would say the Harry Potter method of the first half is sense of wonder and you transition into a thriller or some other sense of, of pro- progression happens very often. I think mm-hmm. Ring World is probably yes. the closest mm-hmm. I can come yep. to an example of that. Um, Mistborn is a great example, I think, of, uh, of how to do this right because you, if, if you just introduced us to 14 medals right. the same way every time, mm-hmm. then the sense of wonder wouldn't be there after the third or fourth. And so what you do is you, she discovers this new medal while in the middle of a fight. Right. She discovers a new way of using this medal and has this, you know, battle flying up in the sky above a castle. You know, these kinds of things that that ramp it up every time so that that sense of wonder stays sharp. Yeah, and then we Dan. discover Farukami and mm-hmm. whatever else. And then we add a new magic oh, system. Grody. Yeah. Yes. yeah, That's how I keep this going is, hey, yeah. new magic system. Yeah. Um, we actually are out of time on this. This has been a fantastic podcast, but we're actually going to give you some homework. All right, your homework this week is that we want you to do this. We want you to actually take a story that you're working on that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with a sense of wonder and apply a sense of wonder to some aspect of it. Somebody walks into a room and sees something amazing or walks out into the, you know, the city street and sees something amazing. Write a paragraph or two where your character experiences a sense of wonder. 
This has been Writing Excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.